Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Thanks for joining me today. Let's pray together. Where can I go to escape your spirit? And where can I flee to escape your presence? Psalm 139 verse 7. I think every kid's favorite thing to do is to wrestle with their dad. I know it certainly was my favorite thing to do. Dad would wrap us up in his arms, put us on the ground, and tickle us. We'd laugh and scream, then we'd wiggle out of his grip and jump on his back. He'd shake us off, and we'd try to get him pinned. He'd pretend that we had him down and then grab us and flip us over. We did this everywhere. We did this in the basement. We did this in the living room. We did this in the swimming pool. In the swimming pool, the goal was to get Dad's head under the water. We would attack his legs, pull on his arms, and jump on top of his head. He would grab us and throw us high into the air, only to come screaming and splashing back into the water. The lifeguards all got nervous. They didn't know if they could blow a whistle at a fully grown man. So we'd get all the kids in the pool to help us. Dad would have 10 kids hanging off of him. Our fingernails left red marks all over his shoulders, but somehow we never got his head under the water. I remember one time, however, the wrestling match became... A little more heated. I was frustrated. I wanted to win. I was born with a strong will and I wanted to beat dad. Dad could sense when I was wrestling just for fun and when I was wrestling to try to prove a point. He could see the attempt to control and dominate in my face and that's when things got interesting. Dad's response was to simply grab my legs and arms and hold me down on the floor. I couldn't escape. He was just too big and strong. I would push with all my might. I would attempt to use my legs since I knew they were stronger than my arms. I would struggle with every ounce of strength against his grip. But the fact is that he was just too big and too strong. Jonathan, all you have to do is say, uncle, and I'll let you go, dad would say. No, I'd respond and I'd continue struggling. Dad wouldn't say anything. He'd just continue to sit on me, watching me waste my energy. Why didn't I want to say uncle? Why was that one word so distasteful to me? Well, it's because I had to admit weakness. I had to admit that my father was stronger than me. I had to concede that he was in charge of the situation and I wasn't. I was not his equal. He had authority and control over me that I couldn't contend with. The struggle was useless, but my pride didn't want to give up. I didn't want to submit to him. It was really pretty silly how long it took for me to get tired and weak enough that I would finally say uncle. As a kid, it felt like an hour. I would get hot and sweaty. I'd be panting for breath, and I still refused to say uncle. I would simply lay there and catch my breath, then fight again. I always felt that if I could just push a little harder, I'd be able to show myself, my dad, and the world that I was stronger. In the end, it was useless. After what was probably, in reality, only 10 minutes, a weak, whimpering voice would escape from my throat. Uncle, I give up. I concede. I have no strength that can match yours. I submit. I was usually pretty angry by the time the match was over. I didn't enjoy the process at all. But looking back on it, I see how important it was for me. With my strong personality, my dad and I needed to reestablish the authority structure every once in a while. I needed a reminder of who was in charge. No one was ever hurt in the wrestling match, but the message was clear. Cross me, Jonathan, and I will handle business. I needed to hear that. When you read Psalm 139, you'll instantly recognize it. It discusses how intimately God knows us. He knows us when we sit down and when we get up. He knows when we travel and when we lie down to rest. He knows all our thoughts. 
He put us together in our mother's womb. Sound familiar? It should. It's a well-worn favorite in the Christian community. We often use it as a reminder of how well God knows us. You'll find sections of Psalm 139 on greeting cards. I mean, it's everywhere. It's commonly used. But I noticed an element of struggle in Psalm 139 that I had never noticed before. God is squeezing David in verse 5. In verse 7, David is trying to figure out where he could run from God's presence. David is trying to hide in verse 11. In verses 17 and 18, David is trying to figure out what God is thinking. And he's realizing that it's useless. God is too big. God is too strong. God has too much knowledge. There's no way for David to struggle with God. It's pointless. So, in the last section of the psalm, David rejects the ways of the people who do rebel against God. He ends the psalm by asking God to search his heart for anything wicked so that it can be dealt with. He wants to walk in God's way. He's not going to hide. He's not going to run. He's not going to question God's thoughts. He's going to walk in submission now. David realizes that the only smart option is to say, uncle, let's pray. God, I give up. I may not be all that bright, but I'm smart enough to realize that there is no way I can win against you. You are the creator of the world. You are the one that made me and knows me. You are the one that can see everything. It's impossible for me to be in charge. It's impossible for me to even think that I have a chance against you. So I'm going to do the smart thing and submit. I submit myself to your way and to your path. Lead me and I will follow. A couple questions as we close out. The first one, oftentimes we think of following God as the pious or right thing to do. But how does it change your perspective when we frame it up as the smart thing to do? And lastly, what ways are you struggling or wrestling with God right now? Where are you refusing to say, uncle? Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time.